This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 2 of Civic View. My name is Chance Levins and I'm your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. The goal of Civic View is to keep our citizens informed and entertained while maintaining a sense of transparency between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we value that communication as well as civic engagement, and we hope this podcast will continue to be a source of both. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. This is our 40th episode. Yay! That's right, 4-0. It's hard to believe that um, I have done 40 of these, but I'm I hopefully we'll get to do 40 more. Um, uh, to celebrate our 40th episode, I have our city manager, Tim Bolduck, on with me today. Tim, thanks for being here. It's always a pleasure, Chance. 40 episodes, that's pretty exciting. What did we do on the first one? What did we do in the first one? So the first one, we did something very similar to what we're actually going to do today. Which All is right. I thought it was kind of fitting. Mike could have waited to 50, but I might need a break before then. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so, right. So I thought that uh, it would be cool to do it for the 40th. So our very first one, we talked about things that were going on in Crestview and, right. and some of the projects that we had going right. on and the upcoming votes that were coming, uh, that were going to be on the ballot, all kinds of things like that. Um, and oddly enough, or not oddly, interestingly enough, I guess, um, that's kind of where we are right now in this moment yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, we're... We can talk a little bit about Foxwood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can, still again. Yeah, we can talk a little bit about housing. Right. Uh, we can talk about a vote that's coming up. That's um, right. Very important vote. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, it's it's a little bit deja vu, but also not because it's a, we're in a very different place. Right. Uh, city's right, in a right. different place. Things are in a different place. There's a lot of a lot of things have happened in that. Uh, well, it's been let's see, almost a year too. Uh, yeah. September would be a year. So we're a little bit early over a year. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know I lo- I love the podcast. I love doing the podcast. Uh, you know, it's one of those uh, opportunities. I was telling you earlier today. You know, I'm, I'm walking through Walmart and somebody will be like, "Hey, you were on the radio today," and I'm so really I don't remember that, yeah. <laughs> but I was. So yeah, so it's nice. Um, we appreciate our partnership with the radio. They've been fantastic to help us get the word out. You know, it's always about. It's been for you from the very beginning since you came on. You wanted to make sure as a Crestview guy. You wanted to engage our, our citizens about what we're doing so people could get a, a a glimpse into kind of the bigger picture, what goes on every day and how hard we're working to try to make this place a better place while we maintain our culture and our character. And so, you know, I appreciate the work you put into it. And 40 episodes, that's fantastic. We'll do at least another 40, I'm sure. Yeah. So we're going to keep it up as long as, uh, as long as people are listening. Yeah, I um, Yes, as a, as a resident of Crestview, as, as coming you know, from this area, there were a lot of things that I wasn't tuned into until I started working for government. And when I asked myself, well, why not? Some of it was on me, obviously. Um, but some of it was, you know, a vacuum, I think, which you recognized, uh, which was a lack of opportunity for us to get information out and things like that. So, um, I really, I really appreciate, uh, you know, our partnership with WAZ and WJSP to get this out in the mornings because, while I've often said on this, you know, this was an attempt to reach a specific demographic, but it ended up uh, getting on the radio and reaching a different demographic. But both. I'm okay with yeah. that. I don't mind. Yeah, know, it, I, I believe I think it reaches both. So, so you yeah, know that part. I mean, I, I wouldn't disagree with you on that. Um, so yeah, so enough of that. So let's get into what we're here to talk about today. Um, so we we mentioned a couple things. So first, I, I want to go ahead and talk about this the potential uh, 
um, tourist district expansion sure. or bed tax expansion. You know, the, there's going to be a vote that everyone in in the areas that aren't already included in the right. district as of right now right. Uh, will have a mail out ballot. Um, it will come to your home. You don't request it. It's going to show up to everyone that's uh, right. registered to vote. And then you have to follow some rules. There's a big red box on the envelope, I've been told. Uh, right. Then you have to follow those rules specifically, uh, place a stamp on there, send it back in. Or you can turn it in at the uh, elections office in Crestview or Shalimar. Um, but that vote, uh, for some people, they don't even realize it's coming. Right. Um, because right. it doesn't really feel like it affects them, you know, in their everyday life and things like that. But uh, essentially, you know, right now, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but essentially right now we have a, a district that involves uh, part of Fort Walton Beach, Okaloosa right. Island, and Destin. Right? Yeah, it's pretty much everything south of the bay. Okay, uh, south of the bay. Yeah, that's the easiest way for me to explain it. Obviously, the bay um, you know, it gets a little bit confusing because it does include Mary Esther as well, but, but, the, but it's pretty much the areas that are, that are in that line south of the bay. And so a little bit of Fort Walton, the stuff north up by racetrack road and all that is not included. None of Niceville, none of Crestview uh, proper or the unincorporated areas around it are included in it. And so this is a funding source, uh, that's used, you know, it, we refer to it as the bed tax because it's a tax specifically on tourists and, and it's something that's paid when somebody comes and either stays in a hotel hotel or VRBO or um, bed and breakfast, something like that. And it's in, it's an opportunity to capture some revenue from someone out of the area to allow us to do two things. One, to market the areas uh, of, of our county that are, um, you know, that cater to tourism, but also it, uh, there are parts of the, of the actual tax that allow us to offset some of that impact. And so instead of you as a, a resident of Crestview having to pay for the impacts of people traveling in from Georgia and South Carolina and Texas and uh, now I saw uh, the county was talking about advertising directly to, to D.C. and places like yeah. that, um, that, you know, you as a uh, or me as a local taxpayer, um, this gives us an opportunity to not have to share, take all that burden. There's things that there's impacts from tourism that will be offset by this. And then in Crestview in particular, uh, you know, they, there's a, a real desire to build a, a sports complex uh, here in Crestview. And so. Those things are expensive, and and uh, the tourist the reason everybody talks about well why don't we do what they did in Panama City Beach well Panama City Beach used their tourist uh, development tax money to to do a large portion of that and so we haven't had that and so well we continue to work on identifying the property and coming up with a with a master plan and a and a strategy to to accomplishing that if we can get this uh, if people will will you know open the ballot when it comes in the mail you know mark the right answer on the ballot. And then submit that thing in, and we can move this tourist uh, development tax exp extension further forward. Excuse me. Then we're going to have a good opportunity at seeing that sports complex become a reality, as well as uh, some of the other things that that we'd like to do, um, such as you know tap into some of the tourists as they come down. I'd like for I'd like for some of our local businesses to capture the revenue associated with that. Well, in order to do that, we got to market to them. And, and that's, this is one of those ways that we do that. Yeah. And there's in, and to that, there are specific rules to how the money sure. um, is spent. There yeah. is a, there is a board, um, that, uh, votes on all that. There's seats. If the expansion happens and there's some right. seats get rearranged and, and things like that. I know that some of that's still in the works. Currently. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so I, I have to play devil's advocate for a moment, you know, sure. just, just to be real about it there. I'm sure there are people that will hear this. And go well. I don't want you know tourists in Crestview, right? But to me, 
first of all, I'm going to tell you how many Texas tags, how many right. Louisiana tags, how many Ohio, Arkansas, right? Uh, you know, haven't seen as many Georgia lately, but Georgia too. Sure. You know, um, once again, I'll just mention Texas one more time. Sure. Right. <laughs> Do you Tennessee. see on the week? Yeah, Tennessee on the weekends yeah. and during the week, um, a lot, and right. they're not just driving through they are driving through right. but they're also they're staying in our hotels because we've become a, a huge spot the south end of our county has right uh for direct tourism to the beach and things like that and you know they're staying up here too and currently they're they're using our infrastructure they're using uh, um our resources right and they're not having to pay that uh in, that tax outside of you know sales tax and things like that right um, right right so yeah, the the question as to whether or not oh do we want to bring tourism to Crestview is it, it's you know it's too late. We're getting the worst parts of tourism yeah. right now um, with no benefit. And so what you know we have no intention of of promoting hey come to Crestview and you know in from DC. That's not what we're asking for. Um, you know our strategy is, as a part of this process. The money is very it's very specific how it gets spent. But our strategy as a part of that process is to, again, uh, provide some opportunities to our local businesses, but then also to, um, to, to capture what's being left on the table right now. So, so they, they bring in about $22 million a year. Uh, the, ex the expansion will produce another 2 to $3 million a year worth of revenue that can then be used for things like a sports complex uh, or, or um or, you know, marketing in, in-house to people who are, are in the area already to come and check out our, our local businesses, whether it's on 85 or the new shopping center that's coming in or Main Street or, you know, the North End even. And, and so uh, it gives us a chance to, it, it will support our chamber. It's going to allow us to do a local museum. Uh, there's some other things that are associated with it that where we as Crestview, Crestviewans are going to get an opportunity to benefit that we, we, you know, it's hard for us to do in our current budget otherwise. Right. And it, and educationally speaking it doesn't affect the average that's uh, right person that's right. or citizen or, or person that lives in the area or anything like yeah, that Yeah, you, you would have to choose to stay in a hotel in okaloosa county for you to pay that tax and if you go to the beach and do that already you're already paying it. right so in january rates were low right i went and spent the weekend on the beach because it was cheap and right. it was a beautiful view but i had to pay that tax sure so and that's just that's how it is right right and as long as you keep your wife happy and don't get kicked out and have to <laughs> Stay in a hotel up here in Crestview, then you won't ever pay it up. Here. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so that being said, you know we're not telling you how to vote. We're just saying, you know, this is the information. Look for the ballot. Right. Uh, you know, and 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 vote. Take it. Take you know, sure. take your opportunity to say yes or no, however you feel about it, and and always express that because that is the foundation of government. Right. And and chance, don't you have some? Uh, isn't there some frequently asked questions going to be? Uh, available yeah there's actually information already available um so it's tourism works uh for okaloosa okay and it so you can access it through the county website you can just google that um it it it's a website that we have but it takes you right it takes you back to the county website too where the information is frequently asked questions like what what is the bed tax right. how you know like the things we just talked about how there's how it's spent things like that right. um we've got more stuff that's going to be available to people to see some video content some and here like here in Crestview we have a, a a town hall meeting coming up we do yep at the end of august right um you know uh that's a good 
I'll figure that one out. No, it's uh, it's the last week of August. There'll right. be more information that comes out on that. Uh, yeah, when we get a little yeah. Bit go closer. ahead, go ahead and like our Facebook page. Follow us on Facebook. Absolutely, uh, we put a ton of information out there. Um, Chance and his team does that every day, uh, so we're putting something out every day. So I always love it when somebody comments under one of your posts. Well, I didn't know anything was going on. I'm like, well, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> this is the post sharing it. So, so we'll we'll be sharing those dates and times, and I'll be there to answer questions. Uh, County Commissioner Nathan Boyles will be there. County Commissioner uh, Paul Mixon, and then uh, the Mayor Mayor yeah. J B Witten. We'll all be there to answer questions. It'll be moderated by the Chamber of Commerce. Um, but you, you know, hey, listen, bring the tough questions because we want to answer them. We don't want you to make up your own answers or or just trust what somebody tells you on Facebook because the odds are those are maybe not the right answers. Right. We're gonna we'll tell you, we'll tell you the you know the facts and and then you can make an educated decision and vote how you feel is right. Yeah, and uh, that that's absolutely correct. Um, yeah, so there'll be information on that in multiple places. You'll be seeing that a lot uh, as we get closer to it because we want to make sure everyone has an opportunity to ask those questions, get those questions answered, and um, you know, and know what what's going on. So I think we've talked about that one enough for the moment. Sure. Um, I, there are a couple other things I want to talk about. One of those things that people may have um, <laughs> been feeling the squeeze of in some cases or uh, been dealing with or coming up against, you know, in Crestview's, we're growing rapidly. Right. And um, housing is something that uh, is is talked about often. Right. You know, because, I mean, we all, most of us are lucky enough to have a place to live. And um, so something that, that uh, happened just recently at one of the council meetings, if you don't watch your council meetings, you can also find those on our website and on social media at City of Crestview and www.cityofcrestview.org. Um you can uh we you had the council approve uh was it contract negotiations sure so what it is is there's there's an opportunity to uh build affordable housing projects using um tax credits and so uh the comp the or the group that that approves who gets those tax credit fi- that tax credit financing wants to make sure that the community where this development is going in is is supported by their community and right. so um, in order to demonstrate that support, it's usually through some form of, of either cash or land donation or something like that. And so uh, the city council authorized me to enter into an agreement with a company that's going to um, apply for one of these grants uh, or, or loans, I'm sorry, these financing options to build an apartment complex with about 110, I think, units of affordable housing in in its uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna actually loan them three hundred forty thousand dollars for a, a time period of fifteen years in order to give them more points to make them more competitive. There's two or three different locations in the county where these applications are being made, and so um, you know we want to be as competitive as possible because we need that type of housing here. It's <clears throat> um, it's actually an apartment uh, complex. It's very well maintained it's got a pool it's got you know it's 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 um just an opportunity for people that to to stay at a nice place and be able to afford to stay yeah so it's um right because and when you said project you know that always gets kind of like a bad but you just literally meant the word as in a project that is a yeah a a development project Um, yes but uh so what it reminded me of and correct me if i'm wrong on this but uh addison is like that isn't it or was um, originally no, I don't believe that. Addison is what we call a market rate development. Okay. Um, it's it's actually uh, 
There's we have one in the middle of town. I can't think what the name of it. Okay, is. that's okay. So, but so, so it's it's some of it's like a relative to income. Is that correct? It's all it's all based on income, okay. and so they get the tax credits based on the fact that they have to provide rents. They have to make it available at rents that fall within what the federal government has determined to be affordable rent rates, and so it's based on the income that you have, the number of people that are in your home. And then they tell you, okay, this is the maximum amount of rent that can be charged. And so that that's why the, the financing for the project ha- can't be market rate financing. They have to get some a little bit of a break on it because otherwise they wouldn't be able to do the project. Right. That's why rents are so high in market rate developments. And so this just provides an opportunity for them to do the development and, and then provide the housing at a rate people can afford and do it over, be required to do it over a, an extended period of time, 30 years. Okay. So it's a, all right, I got you. So if I'm explaining this to someone who doesn't know anything like me <laughs> in this moment, that it's uh there it's not like free housing that's correct. It's not like the housing authority or something like that it's a supplemental is that correct right right okay right so so the, it's income-based rates so it's depending on what you make is what you have to pay okay and so uh it's not it's not it's not necessarily subsidized uh subsidized is where the federal government comes in and makes that additional payment uh, to, to make it back up to the market rate. In this particular case, that happens on the financing end. Okay. And then they have to provide the buildings out at a rent rate that's that matches what the income what HUD says that income should be able to afford. Okay, I understand what you're saying. And and from the the mock designs and some of the designs that that company's done in other places, uh, it looks really nice. Um, the the location to me was what I thought was awesome. Right. You know, it's right. North End, uh, near the high school, near the library, right. the community center, two grocery stores, you know, places places people can walk to work if they if it's multi family or multi generational and right. you know, they only have maybe one or two cars, you know, like so you can still you know, a teenager can go to the high school and then walk to a job or, you know, or an adult, whatever. Um, right. I think it's uh I think it would be a great place for it. Yeah, and the other thing that does force chance is part of the reason, you know, I get this question all the time, why is everything built by the by the interstate? You know, everybody screams and hollers at me because it, you know, new development will come in around the interstate. Well, we've had this conversation on here before. The city's got about 25,000 people. We serve about 40,000 people inside of our service area. And and so in order for us to get uh, enough restaurants or businesses to come in, we have to have the market for them. And people say, well, I go to Walmart and it's packed. Well, Walmart is right at its capacity for the population that we have, but it takes more population to get the second store or the alternative store. And so the what we what we did when we said, hey, we, we will go ahead and help you with this project, but we want you to push this development a little bit further to the north. That was to get rooftops up north so that when restaurants and stores begin to look at that area, there's a travel distance, there's disposable income, there's all these things that play into it. I need to have population on that north end within our city limits on the north end that I can then market that area to new restaurants and to new shopping centers and things sure. like that. Yeah. So Yeah, that that makes uh I mean that that just makes sense when you think about it from a business standpoint. That's the way they have to look at how much foot traffic can they bring into their store and things like that. Exactly. I mean, um Yeah, so so we've so that's one of the options that's con- or not one of the options. One of the things we're working on bringing in and dealing with in housing. I know there's some other things that have happened uh, closer to City Hall uh, recently. In um, uh, was is it Bowers? Is that the yeah? So so the city bought some property um, on the at the intersection of Bowers and Field. It was an, an alleyway, uh, and there was quite a bit of of there was some housing on there. Um, the housing was in pretty bad disrepair, and so the city actually bought that property. Um, we bought up eight different 
um, houses uh, to, in order to um, clean that property off and then provide an opportunity for affordable, a new affordable housing type um, uh, project to come in. And so what we're doing right now is we're working with different um, private partnerships to, to come up with ideas on ways that we can um, provide the most affordable housing to the most people in that area. And so it's something that we're excited about. You know, uh, you know, people, one of the questions we get, you know, from time to time is, hey, is, you know, why do we, why do we see shootings or, or those kind of things in the news? And, and you know, it's, it's not the stuff we like to talk about, but right. that stuff happens. Yeah. And so in order to address that, there's a couple ways you can go about it. You can go at it with hard and fast policing, or you can say, okay, what are, what's, what is the situation that's creating an environment where, where it it's allowing these things to occur. And some of that is when a city, whether it's us, whether it's somewhere else in the country allows a, a area to go into disrepair and doesn't, doesn't pay attention to it, um, doesn't require a minimum standard of housing. Then what ends up happening is it promotes the, or, or it, basically brings in bad actors and so what we're doing is we're saying we're not just going to get the 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 bad the bad people off the street but but we're also going to figure out a way to kind of raise that level of standard and and um not to move people out of the neighborhood, but improve the neighborhood in such a way that they can, um, you know, be comfortable where they live, feel safe where they live. Um, you know, their kids can, can lay their head down at night and not be worried about it. They can lay down in a nice, uh, in a house where the air conditioning works and the heat works and, and, and all of those kind of things. And so, you know, it's not something that, that I want the city to be engaged in over a long period of time. Uh, I don't think that municipal government should be in the housing business, but right now we have a big need and and um, I think that it's a, an appropriate time for the city to try to stimulate that type of um, improvement and growth inside of our community, so that we can provide for the needs, and then we'll then we'll let the private sector take it over. Yeah, no, I, I uh, I'm sure that we'll have detractors, you know, as always with when we get into anything like that, you know, this, you know, cities take, you know, my tax dollars are going to, ha- you right. know, but the reality is, is we took a situation um, that was not serving anyone sure, sure and we we're doing something to try to make sure that it can serve our community and we didn't just clear the lots and now they're just going to sit there empty and we're just going right. to sell them off to whoever you know i mean that, there was planning behind that there was thought right. that absolutely into it and um so so chance when we look at that housing need right we've got we've got a little over a hundred uh and, and i think 15 or 20 documented homeless um, people in our area that, that that through HHA and some of these other uh, homeless housing alliance and some of these other organizations have documented, but then we've also got people in our community that are living in houses that are below the minimum housing standard. Yeah, and so what we want to do is we're looking at the whole problem, and we're saying, okay, what what do we need to do to be a part of the solution? All the way from getting someone off the street because there's shelters, which is a very temporary solution. Then there's transitional housing, which is a little bit longer. So we're part, we're we're looking to try to find a partnership with with either Fresh Start or an organization like Fresh Start, which allows someone like nine months to get on their feet, and then they move them across the street to another that where it's eighteen months for them to get good rent rates and all that kind of stuff, and then they move them out into the private sector. So that's what we call transitional. So you have temporary or you have homeless shelters, and then you have transitional housing, and then it's 
permanent rent housing, you know, like a, a rent-based permanent housing, and then home ownership. And so right now the city has its hands in helping to stimulate all those areas. And, and what I was trying to remember is Katie Manor. Katie Manor is the current development that is like the development that we just talked about where we're going to invest the $340,000 uh, loan in. And so uh, when you drive by Katie Manor, that that's a nice place. It's a nice um, uh, apartment complex. It's very well kept. That's the same thing you're going to see. Well, that's a that's a stable rent environment. Um, we do work with Habitat, which provides for home ownership. This year, we're looking to open up to like um, Homes for Heroes and some of these other organizations, maybe the Gary Sinise Foundation, some of these other organizations that are also about permanent home ownership, but help us to kind of diversify where our focus is. Yeah. We've got seven properties right now we're working with Habitat for. Um, and then, you know, we've got this apartment complex and then, and then we're also looking at the, the properties over on Bowers and Fields. So we have a lot of stuff going on, uh, in the area of housing. A lot of people say, well, what are you going to do about our homelessness situation? Well, we're trying to take a root, uh, approach to it instead of just going after symptoms. You know, we want to provide people the help they need. Yeah. I mean, you, right. So we're, we're not trying to cure a disease by just placating a symptom or right. correcting a symptom right, right? yeah so. you, you know if, if they're if right if you've got cancer and you take an aspirin and that's all that you do then then the outcome is not good if you go after the root of the problem uh you know which is not the individual uh, always mm-hmm. a lot in a lot of cases it's just the circumstances yep. and so obviously you know we're, we're going to get people who who listen to this and go well you know we don't need to those people need to be responsible for themselves. And, and, you know, of course there's a few that that's the case, but a lot of times it's circumstances in an, you know, and in the current climate with COVID right now, uh, you know, and what happens across, luckily we live in a state where we've, we've been able to stay open, but that's not the case everywhere. Right. And so, you know, we, we understand that sometimes circumstances put people in a place where they don't need to be. We're going to try to help them get on their feet and get, go take care of themselves. Yeah. It's not a long-term solution. Uh, I mean, it's not a long-term relationship. We get people set up and let them move on. That's a long-term solution. Yeah. No. I, and I think, uh, partnering with some of the organizations that we're trying right. to do that with and, we're always open, you know, to other organizations that are, that want to come to Crestview and help. And, and, you know, that's faith-based community often does that, but sure. other private organizations as well, um, is something we almost are never going to say no to. Right. Know? Right. If there's a way that we can be involved and help out, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's, uh, that's going to pretty much wrap it up for us. All right. Um, 40 in the books, 40 in the books. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about the, uh, the vote that's coming up for the expansion. Um, we talked about some of the growth that's going on in Crestview. I know, uh, we didn't mention some of the things that I'm sure a lot of people (laughs) want to know about, like the commons and what's happening at Foxwood and some of that other stuff. Hey, it's there. We're working on it. Stay tuned. Uh, we we just want to make sure everyone's really, really excited and ready to go when we tell right. you guys all that. Check out episode forty one. I, <laughs> I had an amazing uh, I had an amazing visit with our golf course company, and so we have some very exciting things that we're going to be talking about with the golf course. So they're going to have to check back in to hear about that. But uh, yeah, we're we're working on some really cool stuff. Things for people to do um, in and around and connected to the golf course. So I'm cool. excited. Yeah, I am too. So, well, I mean, I always am. Everyone's like, Chance, you're always excited. I am always excited. <laughs> uh, it's it's great to see what's happening here, and I love being a part of it. Um, so, uh, as always, 
you know, thank you to everyone that listens. Thank you to everyone that um, wants to engage in what we have going on here in Crestview. Uh, you can find us on all our social media at City of Crestview. You can hear us on uh, the radio station WAZ, WJSB, Saturday mornings at 7. And you can catch our latest episode Thursday or Friday, uh, depending on how busy I am during the week, uh, on uh, social media, on our website, on just about anywhere else you can listen to a podcast. And like I said, this is number 40, and I am excited to do a number 40, another 40, excuse me. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on in Crestview. It's not going to slow down. So uh, pay attention, as always, and uh, you can always um, just take a listen to some of the older episodes. So thank you, Crestview. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.